With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. And a very good morning, everyone. Good morning, Hilton. Now, where are you? It's like yeah, where's, where's Wally? Betty. Hi, everyone. Yes, it is a bit of a where's Wally moment, isn't it? Um, well, uh, been, I'm in Adelaide, mate. I'm at the Adelaide Oval, and yeah. I'm staying in the Oval Hotel, which is in the back of the grandstand, and I'm overlooking the park. I, I'm not looking over the Adelaide Oval. I've decided it's a bit cold out there. So I'm staying in my room and looking over the park up to the cathedral. So it's lovely, lovely view. The, the sun's up. It's been raining. But, yeah, that's where I am, Paddy. Yesterday we had a... A tremendous luncheon where we uh, hosted some very good cricketing supporters of the Bulls Masters and we had Ros Marsh, Ros and Jamie Marsh came to lunch with us uh, and spent the day with us as we all knew that um, Rod passed away uh, going on a Bulls Masters trip. So, uh, yeah, we've got a special connection there and that was perfect yesterday so that's what we did yesterday then i've come uh got into sport again today how much went on over the weekend paddy my yeah, there was goodness a fair bit. i've missed <laughs> all of it so you'll have to help me this morning mate well i can start off for the fifa world cup because it is underway a spectacular opening ceremony yeah. was it good yeah morgan morgan freeman involved I, look i wasn't up for that one it was a little late for me but uh, they're saying Morgan Freeman's involvement helped make it. There was dancers and they, they did the Bedouin tent theme and it was quite stunning. Not quite as stunning as their home side though, Heels. So Ecuador right. has beaten the home side 2-0. Uh, yep. Qatar fans have reacted by walking out just after half time, and Ecuador fans uh, kept it going by chanting, we want beer. Mm, <laughs> that's good that they're going to support the Aussie attitude as well. So, <laughs> Next it'll be We Want Cheaper Beer. Mm, um, yeah, so it's been banned, eh? Yes, at the stadiums. Uh, you can still find it, so they're in a blue with Budweiser now, who's spent millions and millions and millions of yes. sponsorship. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's for another time. But, uh, yeah, that's been dominating conversation. But, look, the Cup's underway. Ecuador getting the first points. And uh, they've beaten Qatar 2-0. This was uh, this was their second goal for Ecuador. Tried to thread it through towards Plata. Bounces back to him on the ricochet. Leaves it behind for Preciado. Swings across him. The header! Oh, pinpoint perfect from Anna Valencia. That is sumptuous. That was accurate. That was a dagger from Anna Valencia. Valencia scoring both. So 2-0 there, devastating blow for the Socceroos. Heels, I don't know whether you've caught up on this one. One of our very best players, Martin Boyle, has been ruled out of the tournament. The Scottish-born midfielder, knee injury. They've been working around the clock 
to try and get him right. He's going to stay in camp, and uh, Arnie is going to use him as, as someone on the sidelines to help, you know, pump up this side as they get ready for France, the world champions, on, on Wednesday morning. But and Mark, we, knew, we knew Marco Tilio had been called in as a replacement, but losing Boyle is a huge blow for us. Yes, and that knee wasn't supposed to be that bad, was it? It was supposed to be something he'd be uh, able to get over, said Scotland. I suspect they weren't telling us the whole and uh, complete mm. truth there. I, th I think they said now that right the way from the outset he was rated about 2080. Oh, really? Mm. That has been a waste of effort by the by the sounds of it. But uh, he, he was well worth it, but yeah. hasn't made it, eh? Lots to listen to today. We'll have Chris Nelson and Tommy Hackett joining us as we normally do on a Wednesday. But we've got plenty from Mal. We've got plenty from James Tedescu. Uh, Matty Parrish, not always happy. Junior Paolo, yep. uh, Jerome Law. We'll hear from them all uh, over the course of the morning. But it was a wonderful night. Uh, and I was at a wonderful night, Hills, uh, as well. I was getting texts from a little brother who we know is uh, over there. He was in the Old Trafford stands watching the Jillaroos and then the Kangaroos complete the double. But uh, I was at Eagle Farm, and uh, we had a wonderful night raising money for Leah Kilner. I think I mentioned this a couple of times last week that we'd put this function together, or the BRC had put this function together. 400 they sold, 400 seats in this inside a week. And the money was staggering. Look, I spoke to Bart Sinclair yesterday, my old mate, and look, we've got to put a final figure on it, but we're thinking 200,000 plus. We raised on Saturday night for Leah's battle after that awful race fall in Grafton in, in early July. Her mum and dad were there, her sister were there, and, uh, you know, we've got an, in, an insight into the upheaval that's been going on in her life uh, since that awful fall. And she's in constant rehab, and, you know, one of the sadder parts of the Night Hills, we, we had to sell her car because she's not allowed to drive now for at least a couple of years, and, and, it, and it could be longer. So we sold a little car, and, and I've got to say, and I've got to give Ladbrokes a wrap here, and I know they, they sponsor our show, but uh, the team from Ladbrokes paid 56 grand for her little, her little Merc, and uh, that'll go straight to, to Lear as well. So, yeah, over 200,000. We'll get the final figures as the week goes on. So kudos to Lear and the family. They, they involved themselves in the night. There are a couple of heart-rending interviews. I interviewed Robbie Heathcote, who, you know, as we know, can have a hard edge. He's one of the top trainers, but uh, he was very emotional in the way he spoke about Lear on Saturday night. Oh, very good. Well done, Paddy, and well done to the industry. Uh, 400 very, very generous people, not only giving money but time yeah. and, uh, and making it a very nice experience. And you, you did the cricket lunch on Friday, Paddy. How did that go? Yeah, that was great. We lost Rodney Hogg, sadly, to COVID. It's, uh, there's a little bit of it going around, but Usman was fantastic, as he as he always is, and Haydos, oh, Matthew Hayden, just straight from the heart, you know, talking about his involvement with the Pakistan through the T20 World Cup and... Uh, and Ryan Harris uh, had to fill in for the, the, our other fast bowler who we lost. So, yeah, we had a fun afternoon, Hills. It was great. So it's been a busy couple of days. Uh, and you know, highlighted, of course, as far as Australia is concerned, by the, the dual World Cup wins uh, for the Kangaroos and Chillaroos. Mal, as you can imagine, and look, Mal, we're thinking, we know Benny Davis is here from 8 o'clock for his show today. We're hoping Mal can join him. I wonder if Mal will be OK. Yes. I think he's... he's very satisfied, eh? That there, there's a bit of relief that mm. they've got this job done. Yeah, I from agree. From a coach's perspective, very relieved. It's been a it's been a long journey. Uh, this, the whole tournament's been great. You know, being over here and uh, the players, I'm just so happy for the players. You know, so they put the effort in, they bought in everything, and 
uh, really happy with you know, the end result for us. Were they dominant, Penny? Did they did they click and come good? Yep. Yeah, they, they were dominant. I mean, Samoa scored tries in the in the second half. One was a runaway. Uh, it, it was it was really a dominant performance uh, again, based around this defence. Hills, they just they're misers in defence. They will not let anyone through. And I mean, Samoa, as we know, have a lot of attacking options in that back line through the Penrith connection, but they just wouldn't let them through. He was he was happy, Mel, just for his players that uh, they've worked so hard towards this, and now they get their reward. You know, and that's the whole big focus. You know, we're really happy with the whole group and. Uh, the staff have been excellent, you know, um, for the whole the whole time, and for the players, I feel you know, this this is their moment. You know, they they put in so much hard work. It's not just these last seven weeks. It's the reason they're there is because they played so well over you know, a long period of time. Um, it's been a tough arduous year, um, you know, not only in the, in the NRL as well as Origin and things like that to come out and produce that uh, that effort. The effort was just tremendous, you know, and. Um, from Teddy's point of view, he's, he's led the side really, really well through the whole tournament. Um, his preparation, you know, particularly this week, has been excellent. And not only the two tries, but he got the, the man of the match as well. So, you know, thoroughly deserves it. The players, all the players, thoroughly deserve the effort they put in, you know, for the whole through the whole time we've been here. Mm. Was it a fiery clash at the up front? Or not so far. There was a, a incident that we'll we'll talk about. Uh, Crichton raised the elbow and cleaned up uh, Chanel Harris Tavita, uh, which Matt Parrish wasn't happy about. And Mal had a completely different view. Uh, Crichton got binned, and uh, Matt Parrish, well, he uh, he wasn't quite so forgiving. Uh, right. He he well, he thought that he possibly should have been sent off for it. But uh, look, Tedesco was the one. I I, I think. It, he summed it up post-match where he said, and this is a guy that has won Origins, he's, he's been at the absolute pinnacle uh, of this sport for a long time, and he was asked where did this World Cup rank? Probably at the top, to be honest, being a uh, captain of our country to a World Cup victory. It's, um, yeah, it probably hasn't set in as much now, but, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty surreal, to be honest. I added Old Trafford winning a World Cup final, not many, not many people were able to say they could do that, so yeah, just a special um, period over here, six, seven weeks, special group of folks, staff, we all just got along from the from the start and, you know, we yeah, to be able to celebrate with the victory now at the end of all that, it's, um, yeah, it's really special. Yeah, I bet it was such a long, what, what did he say, seven weeks? Mm. It, it felt a long time, didn't it, but I bet they look back now and they think, oh, where did that go? Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's done now after a long, long season, that is for sure. Yeah, you've got to give raps to Mal and, uh, you know, the likes of Gilly and, and Adrian Lamb and Hagues, th they've all been involved in his coaching team. Th these are guys, Hills, as we know, and you've been at the pointy end of professional sport for so much of your life that uh, they go through this period of absolutely hating each other when it's origin time. And, and that's what they, they, they live and exist on, that, that feeling within them. And yet Mal and his team have brought them together and they've been this one solid unit right the way through this tournament. And they've rarely been threatened. Rarely been threatened. I know New Zealand, you know, stuck it to them in the semis, but uh, uh, to be fair, I, I think they deserve this win and they, they, they ran away with it in the end, 30 points to 10. Mm, they've been very thorough. 
really thorough and got got the job done. They yeah. hadn't, hadn't really clicked. They were just doing enough, weren't they? And then, but it sounds like they were pretty good. Yeah. Rap on Ali Brigginshaw too. Uh, she was player of the match in the Jillaroo. Was she? Yeah, fifty-four-four. Oh. She said, "I don't want this feeling to ever end." I mean, she's she's done it all as well in the women's game. She's been a pioneer. We know that. Uh, but uh, I suspect that that was one of her greatest uh, moments. 54-4 over New Zealand. Now, this is the team they only beat 10-8 in the round games and could quite, you know, could quite possibly have lost that one. But, uh, boy, they turned it on 10-try demolition. Uh, so it was big, big win. We'll, we'll go through a little bit more of that uh, later on. The Lions women, they're hosting the grand final. I saw Vanessa this morning. She was strutting around the office. She's ready to go. <laughs> Uh, they opened tickets to Springfield, uh, I think maybe later this afternoon. I don't know how many they're going to fit in there, but uh, mm. Craig Stasevich, he's got him into another grand final. And it was, it was the first half that really did it against, uh, against their old foes, the Crows. It was um, a pretty good first half we put together, but um, uh, ex expecting the opposition to be, you know, pretty ruthless in the in the second half and, and really throw everything at us for their chance to be there. But um, just, yeah, really, really pleased with the way we started and absorbed pressure and were able to deliver a bit of our own and then get the scoreboard ticking over. So, um, yeah, from the, our style of footy, it was actually actually pretty good the first half. So now we head into the unknown hills, really, Springfield. We, we, we know that, from my point of view, Benny Davis is the only member of our staff, apart from a few of our cameramen that have been with him, who've been out there to do the press conferences with the Lions, and they've been doing their presses regularly out there. But Benny said, away from the playing service, which they're working, you know, 24-7 on, uh, which is quite good, and the setup around the, the Oval is quite good, but he said around that, all the infrastructure around that, it's still like a building site. So, yeah, look, let's hear from Craig Stasovich about the grand final being played at Springfield this I Sunday. I feel like that announcement's been ticking along all week, to be honest. It's um, little bits and pieces have been coming to us. Um, it's it's great, um, no doubt about that. We can at least now talk about it and actually, you know, focus in on that now rather than be the distraction that it was. Um yeah, so that I, I know what they've been like just training out there the last month and a half. So you know, to get the chance to play there is um, is super exciting. Oh, it sounds like they they're confident, eh? They've been training on it. I don't think we knew that, did we? No, they they trained Thursday, I think, for the first time. They've been training out there at the base, but I don't think they've been training on the main oval. No. So Someone said there's still a lot of sand you can see on the grass. Yeah, well, we'll see what it's like. I think they, look, from what I can read, it's their first training session on the big oval on Thursday. So we'll, we'll right learn on. a lot more. But yeah, it was 46 23 uh, over the Crows, and then Melbourne have beaten the, the Kangaroos. Uh, they really only came good late, to tell you the truth, the Demons. The Demons were put under plenty of pressure by the Kangaroos. Who, the Kangaroos finished eighth. In the lead up to this, so they were the surprise packets, and you know, for a, a long time they were able to dream against the demons. But anyway, we've got the final, we've got the grand final that we all thought we'd have. Melbourne were the team that came at Brisbane and almost ripped the, the minor premiership out of their hands in the last minute. So we'll get the Lions v Demons Sunday afternoon. That leads me to telling you it's 6.18, breakfast with Patton Hills, Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55, text line 0467 736 736. Your Claim Lawyers. Maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather. Together. SCNQ. 6.93am.
at Eagle Farm this morning. We had an earlier breakdown northbound on the Gateway Motorway. It's been cleared, but some delays could continue. There's another breakdown as well on Miles Platting Road at Rochdale. Allow some extra time through there. There was also traffic lights blacked out on Kingsford Smith Drive at Hamilton. Traffic also building on the Bruce Highway at Mango Hill, the Gateway at Belmont and Gympie Road at Castledine. Today's forecast, sunny, a top of 35 degrees. Mm. Mostly sunny and 29 tomorrow. Right now it's 25. Exactly right. 24.9 degrees. That's hot. Okay, okay. Come on. You went down to Metricon yes. Friday. How long did it take you to get down the oh, M1? Look, only 90 <laughs> minutes, actually, oh. from the north side, which is pretty good. So okay. that was better than expected. We allowed yeah. a couple of hours, but yep, better than expected. Um, great atmosphere down at Metricon. How awesome for our girls. And yeah, the Springfield announcement being made just a couple of hours before the match also, I think, really helped build the excitement. So can't wait for Sunday. And Vanessa, have you have you heard what, how many tickets they might be opening up today? Uh, no, I have heard that the the capacity might be around eight thousand for the ground. Mm. That a first round of of tickets will be on sale today. But the insurers and um, there's there's certain officials uh, going to check out the ground today to make a call on that capacity. All right. Mm. Well, we can't wait. This is the this is the grand final. We all thought we'd get. And we've yep. got it. So we've got, we, we think the two best teams in the comp. Uh, bring it on Sunday. Yep, definitely agree with that. And I'm actually a little bit nervous about the Lions winning because mm. um, when the men were doing very well th- during this season, um, my kids, I, so, I for some reason made a pact with my kids that I would get a Lions tattoo uh-huh. if the men won the season, which didn't eventuate. But that has evolved. And uh, my 12-year-old daughter in particular um, is saying, no, that means the women as well. Um, oh. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, apparently I've I've shaken on it with my children that um, okay. I get a lion's tattoo if they win the grand final. It's 6.20. We will delve further into this, <laughs> believe me. We'd love you to join us this morning. Brighton Homes Open Line. There's lots to talk about. We've only scraped the surface here. Brighton Homes Open Line is 13 13 55. The text line is 0467 736 736. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Thanks for joining us today. Take care. It's going to be a stinker already. 25 degrees and it's just ticked past 626 here. It's 35 Ooh. degrees, Vanessa's telling us here in Bris Vegas oh, today. Very you... chilly in Adelaide. It's windy out there and cool. So it has been raining. So hopefully the Queensland Bulls can get on for most of the day today. Keep up their good work of yesterday. Six for 107. The, the uh, Southern Redbacks and uh, knock them over and get some runs under their belts. Yeah, Xavier Bartlett picked up three for 20 there. Um, Aaron Wilkin has won the Queensland PGA. Yes. Beats his mate Justin. Well, a good story, this one. The playoff at Nudgee. Uh, the Hoppies ambassador's already been on. He said it blew a gale, as it always does at Nudgee on the weekend. The Pat Welch power fade may have struggled a little bit. Yeah, I would have had it coming back to me. Uh, so he's beaten his best mate, uh, one of his best mates, Justin Warren, in a playoff at Nudgee yesterday for the Queensland PGA title. They both finished at four under overnight leader Jack Carter, third, a shot back. But Justin Warren has been staying at Wilkins' house and Aaron's mum's been cooking him dinner. So uh, I don't know if, whether things were a bit frosty or whether they were just happy for each other uh, after <laughs> oh, the end be, of that yesterday. They'd be incredibly happy for each other. Uh, Aaron went back to work. He, he hasn't been able to maintain mm. a professional golf career. He went back to work yeah. with his dad. 
and uh, so he's still got it, which is great. Good stuff. All right, we'll get a golf update. Of course, Cameron Smith was out and about yesterday attempting that Guinness Book of Records uh, for the biggest ever tutorial or, or lesson. How did it look? Yeah, yeah, it looked spectacular. It didn't quite yeah. get the numbers. But, look, we'll go through that later on. Now, listen, if I'd, if I'd read my uh, text right, Heels, I could have told you that Mal will be on with us tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. He's, he's flying back, so he can't be with Benny today. Benny and his team have just arrived. They've walked into the studios. They kick off at 8 a.m. This, uh, this morning. But, uh, yeah, we'll have Mal tomorrow morning. He's on a plane coming home. Uh, someone's got the trophy, I've, uh, I understand, from my cameraman over there. He said, uh, yes, they were leaving. There's quite a few leaving. Others are staying to have a holiday through Europe, etc. as you'd expect. Okay. Uh, but the trophy is on its way back home to Australia, which is uh, yeah, great you, news. As you say, those guys who played a lot of origin and then premiership, then a World Cup, oh, yeah. have a break, boys. Yeah, they'll be looking forward to taking a break. All right, it's uh, just uh, gone 6.28 here. It is time for... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Stump Heels on SENQ. Yes, we've got Brixie in this morning. He's making his comeback to the show. Uh, <laughs> so he's, <laughs> when it, when he just said, oh, oops, we might have missed it. all thumbs. Uh, now, we're going to, uh, because the FIFA World Cup has kicked off this morning, and uh, if you're just joining us, Ecuador beating the host, Qatar, 2-0. Uh, in a match that didn't keep the locals happy, they were walking out uh, just after half time when they were two nil down, and uh, the Ecuador fans weren't overly happy either. They were chanting "We want beer," so uh, controversy continues to stalk this uh, tournament. We're only one match in. The Aussies, of course, play the world champs on Wednesday morning, and you'll hear it here on SEN. And of course, the the other big news out of the Australian camp is one of our very best players, Martin Boyle, has been ruled out of the tournament. All right, Stump Heels. How many times has Australia qualified for the FIFA World Cup Finals? And that includes this one. That includes 2022. So I'll tell you that. How many times has Australia qualified for the FIFA World Cup Finals? Hmm. Oh no. I think this is the third in a row, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> no, no clues. Okay, all right. Well, are we going to an ad break? And have I got that? You know, got yeah, you, no, to... you've got the news to think about this. Okay, right. Yeah, it's how uh... many times? Oof. We were we were one in the seventies, weren't we? Seventy six or something. Yeah, we had one in the seventies. I'll give you that one. But it was. Yes. Uh, it is right on six thirty. It is twenty five degrees already in Brizzy. Oof. And Vanessa has the news and the weather. All right, Hills, have you thought about this one? How many times um, has Australia qualified for the FIFA World Cup Finals? Not much, Paddy. I haven't, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Didn't tell. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, so if, if, I think we're three in a row here, so three. There's one in the 70s uh, that I know of, I sort of remember. I'll say five. You were close. It was six. Six. <laughs> Right. What what years were they? All right, it was 74. And you were right there. Correct, the Mondo. Mm. And then we've gone 06, 2010, 14, 18, 22. Gosh, where's, where, where, um, we're five in a row, are five we? Five in a row. 6, 10, 22. 
Right if I had known that, I would have been put those together and it would have been six. Mm-hmm. But I said five. Um, hey, we've got something to tell our, our listeners of, Paddy, uh, something that um, sort of involves you, mate. After 47 years at the Seven Network, you've decided to sort of hang it hang it up a little bit and scale back and and you're going to leave Seven. Yep, going to retire month at, the, or so. at the end of January. Uh, so I, don't so, know, I don't know why, but my contracts have always finished or started on January 29. It's just been a quirk uh, that's been going on for well, probably over four decades now. So, <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my last night on air will be January 28. Right. Well, our last show this year is on December 9 for radio before our break. Mm. You'll have a break up until that last show, really. So we're going to SEN 693 hosting a breakfast on our rooftop uh, in Fortitude Valley. Uh, We're on air from 6 till 9 with some of Pat's great mates. The biggest names in Queensland sport will be joining (laughs) us for the show. We're also giving um, you a chance to be here with us, enjoying breakfast and coffee, watching the show and mingling with some of this Queensland sporting royalty. So each day on the show for the next three weeks, we're giving away a double pass to join us celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh's breakfast. How big is the rooftop here? It's pretty big. All you need to do is keep listening. Uh, each morning, and when you hear one of our SEN hosts pay tribute to Pat, jump on the phone, 13 13 55, and the first person through will be joining us for breakfast on December 9. Now, the the uh, host that might be paying tribute to Pat will be Scott Sadler, Joel or Fletch, it might be Brandy, it might be Jared Waitley, or it could be Gary Belcher. So stay listening, and you could be joining us on the rooftop. So... Um, a bit like the Beatles, isn't it, up there? And it'll be a very special event celebrating 47 years of sport with yeah, we Paddy might, Welsh. We might have just been taking that a little too far, but that sounds like fun. All right, yep. let's sail into a sports update with Mark Braybrook. Thanks to Shaw Unified. They are your national uniform experts for construction and healthcare, government, hospitality, corporate and retail, transport and logistics. Morning, everybody. You have a favourite Beatle, Paddy? Or you like all four or what? Well, I do, mm. yes. You have a favourite one or you like all four? No, I do, no, I do have a favourite oh. one, only because I met him and he recognised me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you asked for this, we were at Hamilton Island uh, for Yacht Race Week, which we used to be one of the, the, the better rorts of my uh, sporting career. And uh, well, I was just lining up for uh, a paper in the morning and there was a tap on the shoulder and said, uh, in a you know, broad English accent, Said uh, I saw you on the news last night. How did you get here so quickly? And I said, uh, uh, the the island chartered a, a light aircraft to bring myself and a few of the other journo's to get us up for in time for race week because we're all reading the news. He said, Oh, fantastic. He said, Oh, we watch you quite a bit when we're here. And I realised quickly it was George Harrison. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've dined down on that one for about forty years too. I can tell you, well, that's the first time we've had that in two and a half, Patty. So well done. There you go. We might get a, a cardboard cut out of George to join us on the rooftop in three weeks' time. Ecuador to Qatar nil this morning as the World Cup is underway. It is the first time that the host nation has been beaten in the mm. opening match of a World Cup. And the locals not happy. They walked well, out. And those that have been queuing up uh, to have a crack at Qatar hosting the World Cup, uh, that queue has got even longer after that uh, loss this morning mm. uh, to bash them. And I've only I've just started watching. I think Heels, you mentioned it. Uh, the the FIFA doco that's on um, Netflix. I think it's on Netflix at the moment. Yeah, um, it, I've watched episode one, the rise of Sepp Blatter. 
It's yep. intriguing stuff. So looking forward to finishing the rest of that. Uh, Karim Benzema is out of the World Cup as yeah. well. You mentioned Martin Boyle. He won the Ballon d'Or uh, a couple of weeks ago. Due to, he's out due to a thigh injury. Angus Crichton has been charged for that um, incident with Chanel Harris-Tavita, and he's facing two match suspension okay. to start the NRL next year. Uh, the pair of them, along with a few others, were heading off to Amsterdam after... Yeah, they're going on holidays yeah, together. Yeah, they're all going on holidays together. And Anger's quite remorseful. I, I, You know, I can understand the suspension. I can understand because he copped it in the head and he was knocked out. But I don't think there was any intent. He just was putting up the bumper bar to protect himself. And, yeah. and basically, uh, Chanel came in heels... Maybe chest high his head was like a what the the elbow forearm wasn't raised above his shoulder up face high it was almost chest high to sort of protect himself after a drop ball um, the ball had been dropped and Angus Crichton had picked it up and uh, just anyway so he faces a two game uh, suspension the Lions are going to train at Springfield for the first time on the playing surface on Thursday in the lead up to the grand final against North Melbourne Max Verstappen has won the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. And Paddy Anamirs has been named chef de mission for the Paris Olympics Great call. in 2024. Yeah, four-time Olympian, universally loved. She'll do a fantastic job with mm. that. Uh, Verstappen, 15 wins for the season. It continued his record-breaking season. Uh, How many Lewis, races are there? 20? Yeah, he didn't He didn't miss too many. No, yeah. it's more than 20. Is it? Yeah, it's been going for like 246 days already. Just mm. keep going and going. But, um, yeah, he's 15 wins for the season. There was a couple of... Uh, Poignant uh, farewells there, Seb uh, Vettel, he's finished. Lewis Hamilton, uh, he was out with mechanical problems late. His worst ever season, uh, first season without a win. And Daniel Ricciardo finished ninth in, in what could well be his last Grand Prix. We, you know, we're hearing that he's going to be reserve driver for Red Bull, so he's going back to Red Bull next year if all the contracts get signed. So, yeah, quite a, quite a bit happening around that Abu Dhabi Grand Prix at uh, Yas Marina. Hey, Paddy, how old is uh, Sebastian Vettel? Good question. About, I would have thought sort of be mid-30s. Mid? Yeah, he didn't yeah. seem to be all that old. Yeah. See, wasn't there conflict between he and, was it um, our, oh, what's, his, what's his name, Mark? Mark um, Webber. Ma- Mark Webber? Was that where that yeah, started? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but they have conflicts every race field. To be t- to yeah, but the weren't truth. they in the same team and, yeah. not, and not getting on that well? Yeah, they were, yeah. Uh, yeah 35 okay. years. still going. How much? 35. Mm. Is that sort of normal for a retiring driver? Oh uh, yeah, they they can go a little bit. They can go a little bit longer, I think. But he's well, no. he's done. He's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a little golf update. Play the championship fairways heels at Gales Golf Club. Now Mark's still here. We hosted hosted an Australian Open there. Yes, didn't you? One of three courses in Queensland to host an Australian Open. I can't ask that as a stump heels now because we haven't mentioned it before. Yeah. Gales was one. RQ uh, Pimpermar Private was the other. Do you know the third one? Yeah, I did it. The Grand. Yeah. Oh. Yep. At the coast, mm. yeah, which yeah. Did you know that hills? Yeah, I, I won the I won the pro am. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near George Harrison esque that answer hills. Yeah, no, I had, it, it was with Nico Hearn, and uh, yeah, he still, really get, well still not getting anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> Giles Golf Club. There's never been a better time to play. Visit galesgolfclub.com.au. So, uh, as I mentioned, hills. Uh, in the breeze yesterday. It's always breezy at Nudgee, but uh, uh, it really blew yesterday afternoon and Aaron Wilkin uh, prevailed, beating his mate, Justin Warren, in a playoff at Nudgee. Uh, they finished at four under overnight leader. Jack Carter was third, a shot back. 
Now, as I also mentioned, quite a, a big event at Royal Queensland yesterday. And Hills, given that you've been on the road uh, at Merv's luncheon on Friday afternoon, then uh, and then helping to uh, muster all the Bulls Masters greats uh, down in Adelaide, you would have missed this. But Cameron Smith hosted the the attempt at the Guinness World uh, Book of Records for the biggest golf lesson. He and his coach were at RQ yesterday, uh, trying to beat a thousand and seventy-three. Now they had. Uh, around 1,100 registered, but the only problem was yesterday, Hills, it just, it, there was a bit of rain around in the morning, and I think that mucked it up for those, you know, maybe visiting, uh, who'd planned to visit from either the sunny coast or the Gold Coast, thinking, oh, the run up the highway or the run down the highway wasn't going to be worth it. So we didn't quite get to uh, Ugh, the 1,000. Come on, <laughs> we needed them all. But it looked spectacular. It did look great, and he was in good form. He's... I understand he's been out to Wantima and taken the, the, the claret jug out with him. So he's been busy. But, look, he spoke about what's coming up. He's got two big weeks now. He's got the PGA that he's won twice, um, but he hasn't yet won an Australian Open. No, I've been fortunate enough uh, to win the PGA twice. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd love to knock off another one. I, you know, this is a place that I, I grew up playing as well, so I feel really fin- familiar with it. Uh, the course looks in great shape. Um, you know, but I haven't won an Open yet, uh, Australian Open yet, so um, I'd love to knock that one off. Um, I think for Aussie golfers, uh, professional golfers, it's it's right at the top of the list. That go- yeah. Yes, that little update, thanks to Gales Golf, golf Club. Visit galesgolf, one word, galesgolf.com.au. Hey, just quickly, uh, each day on the program, we're going right up until the start of the event. Uh, you and four of your mates can go to the Fortinet Australian PGA Championship, Royal Queensland, where it's arrived, it's this week, all thanks to our great mates at Adidas. So all you've got to do, there's no more questions. We've given up on the questions. Go straight to the phone number now, 13 13 55. If you're first through, you and four of your mates will be going to the Australian PGA at RQ this week. Thanks to Adidas. It's 6.43. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Don't forget Brighton Homes include ducted air, flooring, steel frames, solar as standard on all Brighton Homes. The Brighton Homes open line open at 13, 13, 55. But Queensland is your place to race. That means Chris Nelson's on the line. Good morning, mate. Um, I know they're all up your way on Saturday for Mooloolabar Cup Day yep. at Sunny Coast, but I tell you what, the uh, the racing industry participants made it a, a, a high tail down the highway to get to the, the Lear Kilner function. We had... Jimmy Byrne and Steph Thornton, Benny Thompson, who rode the last winner up there and still made it back for the start of the show. Tegan Harrison, a, a host of the jockeys. And I was sitting beside the uh, the owners of Golden Boom, or one of the owners of Golden Boom. So oh. they, they had a bit to celebrate as well. Did you try and uh, pick up a little bit of a share? Is it too late? Did you, I think <laughs> it's too late. You've got nothing to lose. I think the big money <laughs> Hong Kong boys are trying to pick up a share. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, from what I hear, though, uh, they won't be getting any of it. So that's good. The horse uh, doesn't look to be going anywhere soon, which is great. But, yeah, that was a terrific event on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, well done to all concerned. I'm glad there was no hold-ups on the Bruce on the way home because it would have been a, a bit of a tight uh, squeeze to get down there and get back to Brisbane in time. But And the day at the Sunshine Coast uh, on Saturday, I think it's one of the best meetings I've ever been to there, if not yeah. the best. It was just a glorious day. It was 27-odd degrees. I think they had three and a half odd thousand people there. The place was was really um, 
It was, it was a good crowd, but it was still comfortable. Uh, all the marquees and everything were packed. The racing was fantastic. The track was in uh, A1 condition. We saw a horse, as you mentioned there, in Golden Boom. Uh, he didn't win the uh, one of the big races, but uh, he was very impressive. And just, it was good. I was standing up watching, ready to watch the race. And there just was, you know, when you go to the races, Paddy, and there's that air of anticipation of yeah. what we might see here. Uh, and that was the case with him. And he didn't let anyone down. And look, he ran faster time than his stablemate Le Palmier did in the open sprint, which was just amazing. And he was put under far less pressure. Yeah, well, that's, mm. yeah. They don't know what what's next. I said, you know, I made I made the obvious question and said, you know, what are you going to do? She said, oh, well, they'll leave it to Tony Gollan now. He'll decide. Yeah. Well, they're, they're thinking, well, I'm reading the paper yesterday, so that's all this is, that the uh, the gold edition on December 17 may be a, a target. And somebody else on Twitter yesterday mentioned uh, the King of the Mountain might be a target. Okay. And, and, and that's uh, coming, at, up. That's that's coming that's, up soon, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. King of the Mountain. It is heels. That's yeah. It's coming up heels on the on New Year's Eve. So we race at Doomben, uh, which is a really good meeting on New Year's on New Year's Eve, and we also race at Toowoomba in the uh, Twilight Night Zone, as we call it. So that's going to be a massive day's racing. But who knows? Uh, you'd like to have that problem, wouldn't you? He's uh, he's a really good type. Mm. What have we got coming up? Uh, this week we've got uh, racing our main meeting this week. We still don't get back to town. We go to the Gold Coast on Saturday. We've got the listed recognition, open handicap over 1350, and the tax classic also listed uh, for the fillies and mares over 1200 metres. We race at Doombin on Wednesday, Cairns on Thursday, Mackay on Friday during the day, Sunshine Coast during the night. We also race at uh, Ipswich on Saturday, Kilcoy on Saturday, their tab meetings, Toowoomba Saturday night, and back to the Sunshine Coast again Sunday, guys. But Great start to the carnival, and it'll only get better from here on in. Yep, brilliant stuff, mate. We've got a lot to uh, to look forward to in racing. As we know, this carnival has launched, and it was uh, in spectacular fashion up there on the Sunshine Coast in glorious sunshine on Saturday afternoon. We've got $22.5 million to give out over the next mm. seven or eight weeks or so, haven't we? Yeah, and a shout-out, of course, to the Holbert boys who uh, got the Malula Bar Cup winner yep. uh, in... Um, Hail Manhattan. Manhattan, a horse uh, I tipped, I think, two starts back and maybe for a place last time and then jumped off this time. So that's good to see. <laughs> maybe that's all they needed. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I was at Morfordville at the races I'm, and I, I really yep. felt the sunny coast long straight, the finishing straight. I, there's a few horses yeah. that sort of uh, didn't quite handle that. But a mate, the bloke I was sitting next to, about six, at least, I'd say eight races. If he went on the nose... The horse came second. Then if he went each way, the horse won. Like eight times he got it right and wrong. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yep, no, well, I'd say, and Paddy knows this too, he's lucky because usually if you go each way, they run fourth. Yeah, that's exactly right. No. <laughs> that any, did happen. Any more seconds Saturday, I would have had a minute. All right, mate. Great to chat. <laughs> Queensland is racing. The action continues, as Chris has just told you, right across the Sunshine State this week. Visit racingqueensland.com. Dot are you. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Hatton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. It's coming up to 6.58 and it's already 25 and a half degrees. Hey, we've just had a small glitch with the phones. That's why we may have not got through for our PGA giveaway. The... Uh, 
The, the prize is, is a fantastic one, a prize for you and four of your mates. Tickets for you and four of your mates to the Fortinet Australian PGA Championship at RQ this week. Starts Thursday. Adam Scott, Cameron Smith and friends. Uh, this is all thanks to Adidas. So jump on the blowers now. We've got the phones fixed. 13, 13, 55. First one through. Mark's ready to take the call and uh, you'll be going to the PGA. Starting Matt Thursday. Matt's been very RQ. keen to get those phones fixed too, people. Mm. Because you've got to ring in if you hear one of our SEN hosts pay tribute to Paddy Welsh and 47 years in the, the television business. You can ring in to get two tickets to the rooftop brekkie on December 9. Yes, this is all this is a surprise to me. A very pleasant yes. surprise. Hales, thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome, mate. Um, what's right? Are you coming home today? Will you be in the yeah. studio tomorrow? Do I need yes, to pick you up? Does the Calais need to drop by South Bank tomorrow morning? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And uh, then on Wednesday, I'm going to New Zealand. Of course. So it's only, only one day in a row tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. So, hectic, hectic. And uh, I'll get through, I suppose. Right uh, The music tells you that we're getting very close to the 7 o'clock news. Benny Davis and his crew have arrived. They'll be on from 8 o'clock this morning talking all things World Cup. We're going to come back and have a full review of the World Cup and listen to uh, a lot more interviews post the big win by the Kangaroos. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Heels, I thought I could use our PASLOAD uh, little section of the show today as our segue into the kangaroos, our best finish of the weekend, thanks to the all-new PASLOAD Trim Master, and it's in store now. Uh, I, I Look, I tossed around with the lines, I tossed around with a bit of the golf yesterday, but it's hard to go past the kangaroos and jillaroos on a, on a wonderful night at Old Trafford for Australian Rugby League. I mean, they're both winners. Uh, you can only beat what's in front of you, and we know that the New Zealanders had challenged the jillaroos in the round matches and possibly could have easily won that match. And we know that Samoa had come in hot into this one with a, with a hell of a team, a very, very good team and a lot of emotion behind them. But Australia put both challenges to the sword. So they, for me, are our Pazload best finish of the weekend. The all-new Pazload Trim Master, built to perform, reliability, comfort, performance. It's in store now. Do you agree with that or have you got another one? Yeah, that, that's hard to go past. It was a wonderful day for rugby league and day and night for rugby league in Australia and a, a job well, well done. I, I, the only other one I was singing was Aaron Wilkin, who won the yeah. Queensland PGA in tough conditions, tough four days, uh, to to uh, tie it at four under and win a playoff. Which hole did they play the playoff on, Paddy? Not sure. To t- oh. 18, oh, the, the par three. With the big smile in it, yeah, yeah that, that you can get in real trouble there. Yeah. So, and I think he birdied it, didn't he? Birdied the playoff hole. I think it was the second playoff hole and he parted. Oh, righto. That's a, that's a top effort. So mm. I'm really, really pleased for him. Mm. So we listen to the Samoan coach Matt Parrish to start off our, our little World Cup wrap. Um, he just believed that his side in the thirty to ten loss didn't have a whole lot of luck. We didn't get too many bounces, a little bit of luck, did we? Like, it was a four, clearly a 40-20 in the first five minutes. It didn't go our way. Five minutes into the second half, you know, Hooker gets elbowed in the head, gets carted off, and the referee makes a weak decision and puts him in the bin. Dumbfounded. Mal didn't agree with that on the Angus-Crichton shot, so Crichton binned. As Mark has told us in our update, he'll get two weeks 
uh, if unless he decides to fight. But this was Mal's take on that Angus Crichton elbow to Chanel Harris Tavita. Yeah, my view is that he was he was he should have stayed on the field. You know, it was just silly. But you know, we we topped it. And to be honest with you, we handled it, we handled it really really well. And I mean, that's nearly our best. It was our best ten minutes of the game where defensively were outstanding, and we just kept on turning up for each other. You know, and that's that's the, the nature of this this footy team. You know, this is this is only the beginning of this this team. I can assure you. You know, um, all these guys are going to be together. You know, over the next three, four, five, six years. You know, so um, and then come up with points. You know, Victor Gabe scored six points in that period. It was exceptional. That's how good this footy team is, eh? Mm. It's great to hear a coach, you know, be so glowing and and so positive and with an eye to the future. Um, and w- there was some real uncertainty around this team, wasn't there, Paddy, at the start of this World Cup? And would would they be good enough? And they've just been so convincing, and uh, they have got that future he talks about, I reckon. Yeah, and the unity that's clearly evident there, as I said, we, you know, we've had one of our seven cameramen there, Luke Dorrington, has been there for the, the whole trip, and he said there's a... There's a genuine love amongst the team. They all seem to get along. There's barely been a crossword. I think there are a couple of push and shoves early in the in the uh, in the training session, but that happens at all, you know, physical training sessions. Someone's going to lose his cool every now and again. But look, yeah, it just seems to be a genuine love between this team, whether they be Maroons or Blues. Yeah, and as Mel said, he's very happy with his staff. And why wouldn't you be? They're, mm. they're such good blokes, Michael Hagan and and Gilly, um, Adrian and Lamb. And Lammy, yeah, I don't know what the what the medical staff are like, but it sounds like it's been perfect. Yeah, and and Malice looked back now on this World Cup, and uh, he he looks back in only glowing terms. Absolutely, we talked about that half time, didn't we? You know, it's about about defence. You know, I mean, we scrambled really well the early early parts of that game. Samoa threw everything at us. We handled really well. We come back with more energy. We're right on top at, at half time. You know, so all the things that we we wanted to do. I, th- I thought, you know, we did. And um, second half is scrappy, yeah, but again, defensively outstanding again. So yeah, Junior, but, um, yeah, yeah sorry, did Samoa throw much at us, you, you know, up front? And oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was, was a it tough game of constant? football. Yeah, it was a tough game of football. We, we yeah, broke okay. them out wide just with a bit of sheer class. And, and I've got to say, Cleary cut through a couple of beautiful passes for tries. Yeah, and, right. uh, you know, the troll was there to finish. Uh, it, it, it was a classy effort. It really was. Hey, you know, one of the most emotional, no doubt, right the way through this tournament has been Junior Barlow. Uh, and here's his take on, on what it has meant. Yeah, I think we spoke about it dur- during the week, about um, just giving ourselves every chance to be in this game. And um, whatever happened, despite the result, we were always going to be able to lift our head up and, and be proud. And that's all I wanted for this bunch of... Um, men who I've been able to take the field with for the past couple of weeks um, it's a special bunch and um, unfortunately the journey comes to an end and we all go our separate ways but the one thing um, that will stick with us is in history those names are always going to be beside each other and we can look back when we're done and be proud of the achievement that we've been able to, to do Yeah, don't go too too quickly you know, they can really establish some combinations there, can't they, and, and cause trouble for the same time as Australia are expecting that they will. Uh, Jerome Lewis spoke on the support because we saw amazing pictures, both the, 
west of Brisbane at Goodna and in Sydney, in Sydney's west as well with the Tongan communities gathering with their flags and their, oh, their war cries, etc. It was just, it was wonderful vision. And uh, they knew, the players knew that they had this support globally. Yeah, it's it's pretty overwhelming, you know, to see all the videos and um, the Samoans come out, um, you know, in every corner of, of the earth um, to show their support. And, uh, yeah, just being a part of that is, is something special. And um, it's good to see all Samoans around the world, you know, unified to one cause. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty overwhelming. And possibly the biggest star in the world, The Rock, Sending him through a five-minute video just before. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. He was so he was so pumped about it as well. Um, Tedesco spoke about playing tests again, Hills, and I think I think we've all been enamoured with this with this cup. I know there's been some blowout performances, etc., but I think just to see Test footy back after such a long break, I think players have loved it and we've loved it. The last three years we haven't been able to play, we haven't been able to put this jersey on and uh, represent Australia, so it was, a, it was burning, I think, for a lot of guys to come over this World Cup and, and represent well, and, yeah, we, we did that. So hopefully our, um, hopefully our rankings have gone up a bit now after, after the tournament. <laughs> yeah, well, they came in ranked four, New Zealand one, but uh, we know where world order has been re-established, put it that way. And he, he had a great tournament, didn't he? Yeah. He, he played solidly every game, even if the the team wasn't so good. Um, so he he's extremely hard to tackle. Yeah, and uh, he got man of the match, eh, in the final. Yeah, he was player of the match. Uh, but I think we might replay that that bit of audio that we we had earlier on in the show on where James Tedesco rates this. I mean, this is a guy with premierships and and origins, and he's been the elite of the elite for a long, long time. But he was asked after this. World Cup victory, where he ranks it? Probably at the top, to be honest. Being able to uh, captain our country into a World Cup victory, it's um, yeah, it probably hasn't set in as much now. But um, yeah, it's pretty pretty surreal, to be honest. I added Old Trafford winning a World Cup final. Not many, not many people will be able to say they could do that. So yeah, just a special um, period over here, six, seven weeks. Special group of folks, staff. We all just got along from the from the start and. You know, we yeah to be able to celebrate with the victory now at the end of all that. So um, yeah, it's really special. Yep, very durable man. He's rarely injured, and he must play with so much pain at times. I reckon, but yeah, well done. Can't go without mentioning the Gillaroos, though. They trounced New Zealand fifty-four-four, ten-try demolition. Uh, and th- this was a team that only beat New Zealand ten eight in the round games. And I know that Brad Donald moved around his side, gave everyone a chance to play. But uh, when it really mattered, they put them to the sword well and truly. Ali Brigginshaw, player of the match, she just said afterwards that, uh, you know, she doesn't want this feeling to die. So it was Australia's third, third straight World Cup, but just a brilliant performance. And just repeating that news that Mark mentioned in his sports update that uh, Crichton, who uh, was binned for the elbow on Chanel Harris-Tavita, uh, has been charged and will serve two matches, unless he decides to fight that. But there's... There's every chance that Crichton and Harris DeVita are somewhere on the continent now uh, having a holiday together, as was always the plan. Finally not having to worry about what they've got to eat, you know, what they they need to be strong, fast, fit. They can just relax.
How, that's our wrap-up of the World Cup. Cuzzy Bro has been sending through. It's the world's longest text. I'm trying to piece it all <laughs> together. He, he's giving himself a rap for the way he's managed his time. He, he watched some of the the Argentinian game in Scotland. Then he, he got to England and the All Blacks in front of 84,000 at Twickers. New Zealand led uh, 25-9 at the 75, uh, 70 minute. And then I've got to keep going on. England swarming bad 10 home. minutes. Yeah, 25 all draw. Wallabies had another close loss against the world number one, Ireland. Uh, they had a decent chance to win it, he said, but held on to, uh, Ireland held on to win it 13-10. Uh, and here Which we I won. I won the bet with him because yeah. I had three and a half start. Yep. And he said the All Blacks had a mixed year, but we still have these trophies. The Rugby Championship, the Blood is Low, the Freedom Cup v South Africa, the Hillary Shield retained v England. So that's an acceptable season. Thank you, Cuzzy. That came over about yeah. five different texts. It's taken me an age to piece it together. <laughs> but look, uh, Dave Rennie did speak uh, after yet another heartbreaking loss for the Wallabies. It's uh, They're not easy to take, uh, these ones, but here's, here's the Wallabies coach. Yeah, oh, I mean, obviously we got it. Uh, we had a lot of opportunities, had a lot of ball. Um, oh, we played with a lot of character. There was a fair bit of adversity tonight, one here. When, Lost uh, Hunter Paisami in the first couple of minutes and and multiple guys to reasonably serious injuries. So got a lot of our subs on pretty early in the fixture. And But, you know, we barred up. We, we were down to 13 at one stage and, and um, you know, hung in the fight. So pl- plenty of character shown, but, you know, disappointed to be on the end of uh, another tight one. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on Tupu as well. He's got a knee injury. So there's, oh. a, there's a little bit to digest from this one. But uh, in, in, in simple facts, Heels, we've now lost nine of 13 tests this year. So, yeah, they've, they've got some work to do 10 months out from a World Cup. Oh, gee, they can get some injuries. Mm-hmm. What, what is that, I wonder? Well, how did Hunter Paisami go down? No, I didn't see was that. It, I, was I, it I, a collision I, or a, yeah. a knee or something like that? I wonder what it was. So, um, yeah, they, they just have to tighten up and uh, play a little better. I reckon, but uh, yeah, uh, and and then was the penalty a, a reckless one? Now, Dave Rennie was talking about some neck rolls. What are neck rolls? I, good question. I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's some penalties that they were given for some neck rolls, which he didn't think were anything too bad. So I wonder if it's a bit like a crusher or something like that. But um, anyway, that... They didn't have a whole lot of luck by the sound of it and not a whole lot went their way and uh, they lose 13-10. Now, where are you taking us now? Aren't you in charge of this part of the show? What have I got? SEM, celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh. Paddy, congratulations on a great career. You have been a staple diet in many people's living rooms for many, many decades, which makes you at least 106. <laughs> uh, but in saying that, uh, your knowledge around all sports... And most importantly, the respect that you get from all sportsmen and women across various codes, uh, how they all know about Paddy Walsh and how they're all willing to give Paddy Walsh their time. And that's the respect you've got from everyone within the sporting world. So congratulations on your career at Channel 7. And uh, it's great to know you. Uh, good on you, Scotty. That's Scotty Sattler. So paying tribute to 47 years in the television business by Paddy Welsh. And you can jump on the phones now, 13 13 55. Be the first person through. And you're joining us for breakfast on December 9 on the rooftop, like the Beatles, of our studios in Fortitude Valley. McLaughlin Street it is. So so for those uh, ringing up, you need to know where to go. So come and mix it with Queensland Sporting Royalty on the, the rooftop 
at McLaughlin Street ESEN Studio Building. Your claim lawyers, maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather, together. SENQ, 6.93am. There's delays in the CBD this morning thanks to a breakdown at North Quay at the Riverside Expressway. We've also got plenty of congestion on Bow Desert Road at Drew Vale. It's a slow run on Johnson Road at Hillcrest, South Pine Road at Inogra and the Gateway northbound at Eight Mile Plains. Today's forecast, sunny. We're heading for a top of 35 degrees in Brisbane, mostly sunny and 29 tomorrow. Right now it's 26 degrees. It is. It's getting very close to 26 degrees. It's going to be a hot one. I think we've got uh, a breakfast winner. The phone's lit up very quickly. Uh, the chart at um, Capalaba. Morning. How are you, mate? I'm good. You're coming to breakfast with me, doing? apparently. Oh, that'll be great. That will be awesome. See, I don't know. I can't even tell you too much about it. All I know is that they're organising something for the rooftop here in our, our studios at the Valley. And we're going to have a bit of fun, Heels, I think, aren't we? Yes. Capalabar into the city is a fair way. Um, you, do you work oh, in the city right. somewhere? I don't mind. <laughs> all right. Well, I work well. all around. I'm a... I'm a th- <laughs> yep. So, now, what do you do? Well, Sorry, I'm a sales rep for Vidal, so, so I drive around Brizzy a fair bit. Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, we look forward to catching <laughs> up on the 9th. Sounds good. Thank you very much. All Congratulations. Right, He's the first one, Paddy. 719 it is here. Breakfast with Patton here. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. I'm getting a well-timed lesson in the uh, dark arts of rugby from Grant here. He said there were 29 penalties in the Wallabies Island match. The French ref officiated with a microscope. It was just terrible. Uh, they played pretty well, the Wallabies. But he said the neck rolls are where the Fords clean out over a ruck and grab around the neck to clean the player out. We got penalised four times, repeated mistakes. And that has been a, uh, yes, a repeated theme, hasn't it, our, our discipline lately? Yeah. I wonder if the interpretation of that ref was way off or something. What, it's a pretty obvious thing that you shouldn't be doing. Mm. Hey, uh, the cricket, as you said, uh, you've been down watching the South Australia-Queensland Shield match. Uh, Queensland has, despite the rain, made a pretty good start. We've got South Australia 6 for 107. And the Aussies uh, in this ODI series against England, uh, I think it was always hard. And uh, credit where it's due, we've won both matches, but uh, I would have thought it would be pretty hard for England to get up for this after the excitement of winning the, the T20 World Cup. Nevertheless, we can only do what we can do. But uh, one of the big talking points from the match on Saturday was Cummins being rested uh, and Hazelwood taking his turn as captain. And uh, it came to Mitch Stark, who spoke to the media afterwards. Uh, is he going to be uh, having taken <laughs> turn as captain next? Looks that way, doesn't it? It's on the rotation. Um, pretty successful with the bowlers as captain, so why not? <laughs> nah. the bowlers as captain? Oh, why not? It's working so far. But no, I won't be, no. <laughs> uh, what he did do, Hills, as we both saw, he opened the bowling with quite dramatic effect. He just uh, he went bang bang early, uh, which is what we've all said it should have been happening during the T20. So here's Mitch on opening the bowling. Well, the white ball doesn't swing much after a couple of overs, so um, yeah, it's nice to take a new one and swing it. Um, obviously, it's a role I've played for a, for a very long time, so um, yeah, nice to play that role again tonight. And I guess the other a couple of nights ago as well. So, um, 
I mean, yeah, as I said, it's, it's a role I played for a while, so if I do open the bowling, that's that's the idea. Bowl fast and swing it and try and hit the stumps. So. <laughs> and not letting on how it all happened and how it all uh, came out um, with George Bailey. So, yeah, they've had a difference of opinion, and uh, I think George had a win in the T20 World Cup, but in the 50-over game, not so much. Mm. Stark's back. Well, Mitch was obviously asked about that, that uh, you know, got dropped for that last match at the T20 World Cup, and uh, he said he had a chat with the chief selector. Uh, George and I have spoken, and that's where it'll stay. So, yeah, I've had strong opinions on it and had a conversation, and that's where it'll end. <laughs> yeah, it's handling, handling it well, isn't it? Really good, and you know, keep it keep it between yourselves and get back to performing, and that's what he's done. Yeah, we've seen Steve Smith in good form, with a couple of good innings. Manus came out with real intent the other day, so there's there's lots of good things. And of course, they head to a you know a test series now. They've got the the Windies, and they've also got uh, South Africa. Three tests will kick off uh, the first test here at the Gabba on December seventeen against South Africa. So we can't wait for that. But, Hales, uh, it is cricket, so uh, we thought that might be your theme today for Gloves Off. Now on Breakfast with Pat and Heels, Heels gets his gloves off. Mm, you're getting to know me, aren't you, Paddy? <laughs> um, I thought I'd sort of finished this one, um, but I then realised, oh, we haven't had these discussions on the radio. It's just been all weekend people uh, and cricket followers have been talking about this and it's Cricket Australia's messaging at its worst at a time when cricket followers are needing better messaging, not worse. When Pat Cummins was appointed to the one-day captaincy uh, last week, surely that rest that he's taken in game two of three of this series was known to them, but they didn't communicate that with the public. They, They let him captain one game, they played well, and then our new captain's not playing the second game, and it it just could have could have been done better. Uh, they could have stopped and thought about it, and then you might not have even rested. You might have got this uh, series of three matches done and dusted, or you definitely wouldn't have rested at home in Sydney. Pat Cummins, what, what disincentive are we providing uh, fans uh, and local Sydney fans who want to come to watch Pat Cummins when he plays in Sydney? Um, or um, you could have rested when it was earned. So, like, he would take Melbourne off. If they won Sydney and they go 2-0 up, have a rest then if a rest is a must, um, you know, in the minds of the medical staff. Or Pat as a captain, could have demanded, I'm playing. Um, so I'm not sure how that happens these days. Uh, but they, he's got them playing very well. The 50-over game, two wins against England's good. It's good, as you said, Paddy. It was a, it's a tough series for England to get up for. But, but uh, yeah, Australia have had their measure, that's for sure. Pat has also had a virus, you know, in the lead-up to this series. and But he's made himself available. Um, maybe he got three or four days at home rather than uh, having that really interrupted. Anyway, should the captain have rested um, or wait? Until the series is won, uh, if you must rest, is that the best way to go? But of course, it might have got to one all, and then he had to play in Melbourne. So um, I just wonder why a rest was needed, and then when it might be able to take. See if you can help us out, listeners. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five. Or that text line, 0467 736 736. Got another little comp going, Heels, before we go to the 7.30 news. 
This one from yes. PPQ, Personalised Plates Queensland, a $495 gift voucher from PPQ. All you've got to do is tell us what you would gift your favourite sports fan. So, you know, Dad's your favourite sports fan or your brother or sister or whatever. Is that right, Mark? Are you, no? No, but we're not giving it away today. No, it's got to go on over a few days. That's exactly right. Maybe early next week. I'm not sure. We'll decide on that. But, yeah, it's a chance for a, a $495 PPQ gift voucher. Tell us what you – I know what I'd gift to yeah. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine or a favourite sports fan. I'm not going to – will I say now? When can we say ours? Can we say ours now, Mark? I'm gonna, well, I know what I'd gift. I'd give someone a couple of tickets to the Masters. US Masters? Yep. Yeah, Good it's, gift. It, look, and I've, and I've, been, Good I've gift. been lucky enough to uh, have gone to a few decent sports events around the world, but uh, I still love the Masters. I love Augusta National and the history behind it and Magnolia Lane and all that sort of stuff. So that would be my gift. Uh, what's but, yours? Tell us mm, on that. Buddy, with that gift, mm? with that gift, can you just add hospitality in that? <laughs> yes, yeah, because so. it's, it's good when it rains. You can go into that clubhouse on, yeah. down the first. You go down the first and cut into the trees, and boom, there's a clubhouse that you can go and sit in yeah. and watch the television coverage. Nah, it'll be clubhouse tickets. They'd be clubhouse tickets. Text us. Oh, righto. What would you gift your favourite sports fan? Oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Just gone 7.34 here, breakfast with Pat and Hills. We're discussing, uh, watching a bit of vision from the World Cup, but uh, if you're just catching up, Ecuador has won the first match, beating the hosts, as Vanessa said, for the first time, the hosts beaten, but uh, wasn't all that great for the fans, for the Qatar fans. They were walking out just after halftime, and I mentioned right at the start of the show, uh, Ecuador fans were chanting, we want beer. So it seems like the, the, the stalemate over the beer was not a stalemate. They just banned it from the stadiums, full stop. Uh, has been one of the big talking points over there. Let's get the rest of the talking points in sport. A sports update with Mark Braybrook. Thanks to Brisbane Posts and Beams. Go to brizposts.com.au today. I don't believe you, Pat. What? That they're Ecuador fans. I don't believe you. <laughs> the shouting, I, we want beer. Yeah, I believe, I believe, my theory is that mm. they were paid actors to actually do that. You know the drama? You hadn't heard about this. The latest, the latest drama with FIFA is that they're allegedly paying um, Indians or, you know, from the subcontinent, um, assuming they're Indians, to come over and support teams, individual teams, and they're giving them flags and everything, and they're filming them doing their chants. <laughs> so the one that I saw was that there wasn't a, an Englishman, and, you know, they'll be pinking up the Lux in Qatar, the uh, Pommies, if they were over there. So yeah. they're all Indians. They're waving English flags and and trying to sing, it's coming home, it's coming home. <laughs> and they've copped an absolute pasting. Now, the, the boss of FIFA has called it out as being racist, that Indians are allowed to support whichever, you know, uh, yeah. or all countries have Indian. Uh, it's just getting out of control. The boss of FIFA's <laughs> yeah. covered himself in glory too, hasn't he? Yeah. little yeah. rant so the other Ignacio day. Ignacio, for whatever, he, I'm not sure what his name mm. is. But anyway, Ecuador to Qatar nil. As Vanessa just said, the first time the host nation beat in an opening match, Martin Boyle is out of the uh, Socceroos mm. squad with a knee injury and Karim Benzema out of the uh, French side um, for the whole World Cup with a thigh injury. To cricket now, Heels look out the window. We're getting the play today in the Shield. South Australia 6 for 107. Yes, it looks it looks pretty good, um, but I, I think the weather it's supposed to be scuddy rain again. Right. So showers coming across the ground quite quickly. They can, they hit hard yesterday, but yeah, sunny, windy, and dry. Having okay. had rain overnight, heat and stars match yesterday abandoned in Maui. Lightning 
mm. was the issue. So, But we go through. Finish third, play yeah. the eliminator yeah. against Hobart. Then if we win that, we go to Adelaide to play the Strikers. Yeah. And the Sydney Sixers are waiting for the winner of that yeah. one. Yeah, so we've got to do it the hard way. Yeah. And the four, uh, there were four Heat players named in the WBBL team of the tournament. Uh, Jess Jonathan, Amelia Kerr, our favourite doctor, and Nicola Hancock. Is, our, is the good doctor going to be back for this game against um, Hobart? I was just about to ask you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hearing yes. At, okay. at, at the lunch the other day, the launch the other day, I'm hearing that uh, she's not too far away from coming back. The doc? Okay. India okay, defeated she's four. India defeated New Zealand. Uh, Danny White scored some runs yesterday too. Got a half century off uh, not many balls mm-hmm. either. India defeated New Zealand by 65 runs in the T20 International in New Zealand. Six for 191 versus 126. Angus Crichton has been charged for that incident in the World Cup final with Chanel Tavitas Aris Tavita and faces a two-game suspension at the start of next year. Tessie New has uh, allegedly been given permission to speak with rival clubs by the Brisbane Broncos, so the Dolphins are circling there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brisbane Lions set to train at Springfield on Thursday in the countdown to the grand final against North Melbourne. Novak Djokovic has won the ATP final, defeating Kasper Ruud 7-5-6-3. It's a record equaling six title for Novak. He is now number five in the world, um, despite missing two grand slams and getting no points for winning at Wimbledon. Max Verstappen has won the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. The Wallabies loss that you're talking about earlier, guys, it was the ninth in 13 tests mm. this year. Yeah. So they struggled, haven't they? Mm. And Anna Mears named chef the mission for the Paris Olympics in 2024. She was hoping she might score a gig in 2032, uh, but she's got it already in 2024. Awesome, cool. And we know she'll do a good job because she's so just highly revered by all our sports stars that uh, there's every chance she could be still there in 2032. Yeah, definitely. Can I just leave here with this thing? Um, I had my son's engagement party on Saturday night, which was a lovely affair, and Mm -hmm. my sister-in-law came up from... Uh, Sydney to join us, mm-hmm. and Paddy and Hills. You know what it's like. Weekends are sacrosanct with trying to get a bit of an extra sleep in after after the week. Two o'clock Sunday morning, a text from a sister-in-law from Virgin to say her flight that morning had been cancelled. You ever tried to book a flight at three o'clock on Sunday morning? Mm. No. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. This flight, ca- and they they put her on a new flight, which was great, but it wasn't leaving till five o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, and she had to try and book a flight elsewhere and then got directed to a, a travel agency, thought it was Qantas, but it was a travel agency in fact, paid for the tickets, arrived at the airport at four o'clock in the morning. Sorry, there's no tickets issued here. So no. she had to buy another another four hundred and fifty bucks to buy a ticket. Outrageous. Yeah, a, yeah I know. It happened when I was coming home from uh, my great mate Jack Newton's memorial service. I'd help compare that and well, we got a text very early in the morning saying your flight's been cancelled. Uh, so yeah, we, we had to spend another six hundred bucks a head to get home from Newcastle to get me back into Brisbane in time for a function. You right, heels? You get home okay? Yeah, well, I haven't had any texts. I'm just going through my texts now. <laughs> 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 Nothing yet. So, uh, couple of, we've right. got a couple of texts here. Um, Silly Samoan act gone wrong. There's one of our listeners attacking the arm with a head. So Crichton's copped a couple of weeks. That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, I've got another one here. I've always wanted to go to the Masters, Pat. I'm happy to be your plus one if you wanted a mate to carry your bags, believe me. Uh, sir or madam, uh, if you get a chance, go, because it is one of the great sporting events. And uh, Richo from the Gabba, Ashes Tour with Merv would be his, sending his favourite sports fan on. That, that would be a uh, test of endurance, Heels. 
Yes, it's a big, big year for the big fella. Um, and he was particularly good on Friday at lunch. He was, he's in good shape and good spirits. Um, uh, you know, I think he's going to India. I think he might be going definitely the Ashes uh, and definitely a World Cup tour. He, he could be all around the world this year. Okay, that was our update from Brisbane Posts and Beams. Steel, direct for the public and tradies for over 25 years. Go to brizposts.com.au. It's 7.41. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Hills, there's no end to our largesse. I've got more stuff to give away now. I know. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Each day this week on the show, we've got a golf bunker voucher to give away. It's a two-hour session for up to three people, valued at $149. You can play golf 24-7 in air-conditioned comfort at the golf bunker. It's at Kingsford Smith Drive at Hamilton. So, 1335-131355 is the number right now if you'd like to experience the golf bunker for you and two of your mates. 13-13-55. It's amazing. So... There we go. We just keep giving things away. It's a two-hour yeah. session. Now, I'll tell you what, where it is there at Kingsford Smith Drive in Hamilton, you can get there early, do your golf business. It's only a, a, a driver wedge across the Royal, Royal Queensland. You can go over and watch Cameron Smith and friends, the British Open champ, play at the, yes. uh, the Australian PGA. Good call. Right. Try mates mode now and Ladbroke it together. T's and C's apply. Gamble responsibly. Tommy Hackett's on the line. I think he's out strolling with the children this morning. Tommy, uh, Ladbroke's extremely generous. Got to give you, give you and your team a big plug. Uh, they paid, they bought Leah Kilner's car because obviously Leah, after the fall, won't be able to drive for at least a couple of years. And they paid nice money for her little Merc yeah, the other night. And uh, that money goes to a very good cause. Yeah, well, it was an outstanding night from all reports on Saturday, Paddy, and glad that uh, Labbrokes were able to contribute in any small way. I'm still just amazed by what Leah has done over the, the last few months. Their recovery has been nothing short of remarkable, and uh, anything we can do to help is uh, very important to us. Yeah. Oh, well said, Tommy. And you're out walking, mate. Um, what, unwinding from a massive weekend of sport? How, how'd you go? Yeah, massive weekend of sport and an early week, uh, early morning of sport today. Up nice and early for the uh, the World Cup opener between Qatar and Ecuador, and uh, it will be uh, it'll be a World Cup opener that will live in the memory, but not necessarily for for positive reasons. I don't think uh, Qatar were the host nation, the first host nation to ever lose their opening game at a World Cup. The World Cup's been going on since 1930, so that's uh, history was made this morning. Uh, and Qatar, they were they were pretty poor. Uh, they lost two 0 but. They probably deserve to lose by more. Ecuador in complete control of, of the match throughout. And so it's going to be a, a long way back for Qatar. If they don't uh, find a way out of this group, they would need to uh, improve dramatically. Otherwise, it could get pretty ugly for them against uh, the Netherlands and Senegal, who both have more attacking firepower uh, than Ecuador do. So, Tommy, we're up and running. What's, uh, what's coming up next? We know Australia on Wednesday morning. Yeah, Australia on Wednesday morning, but before that, because of the, the way they've sort of compacted the tournament, there's, there's more games than ever during the World Cup. Not only you've got three games a night, but a lot of days you don't have four games. So the first game tonight's a big one. England in action for the first time of the tournament against Iran. A lot of expectation around this English side as they're soft when, so often is. They're dominant favourites there, a dollar twenty-two to win this game, but I like Iran. They were very good during Asian qualifying. We know that they're very compact at the back. They were too difficult to break down. And they were very good at the last World Cup. They were joined in a difficult group with Spain and Portugal. 
and they were unlucky enough to make it through to the round of 16. I think they can cause a lot of problems. I reckon the draw here in $4. I like Iran to get at least a point for this, and I'm uh, looking forward to the, the recriminations of English press if they don't take the full <laughs> three points against Iran. Uh, the other game tonight, Netherlands against Senegal. Netherlands, who are my, one of my selections to win the whole tournament, they're favourites there at dollar fifty-seven. Senegal, the outside is here. No Sadio Mane, who's been officially ruled out of the tournament. That's a big loss for them. But I liked, uh, I like the Netherlands to win this game. But I like both teams to score. Senegal still without Mane. They still do have some goal scoring prowess. So I like Netherlands to win and uh, both teams to score. That's paying three dollars fifty. And then uh, we've got an interesting clash between Wales and uh, the USA. Both sides uh, we will fancy their chances of finishing uh, at least second in that group or with England and Iran. But I think America are a side that could do a bit of damage this tournament and get out of this group. They're $2.50 at the moment against Wales. I think they could win and set themselves up to make it through to that second round. Brilliant. And that's a really good night of football, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, Tommy, just very quickly, NFL, Chargers v Chiefs. Chiefs are the clear favourite here this divisional rivalry. They're $1.42. I like the Chiefs to win and cover the line. Chargers really struggling. This could be the end of their season. Brilliant. Now, how are the kids on the walk? Are they enjoying it? They're well behaved? Yeah, loving it. Uh, it's outstanding weather here today uh, in Brisbane. So, no, they're, they're having a great time. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, mate. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, boys. Ladbroken, together with Mates Mode, the better way to chat, share, and bet together. T's and C's apply and available on the website. Gamble responsibly. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Hatton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Daryl's been on the line. He said, I'm looking forward to watching part one of the doco on Falau on ABC tonight at 8.50. Uh, he reads over the weekend that uh, Israel's supposedly building out that Redcliffe way. He is. Uh, I wonder if Wayne Bennett will be in interest. And I don't think he is, uh, Daryl. Hey, you can get started in crypto heels, kraken.com. That's K-R-A-K-E-N.com. Or download their app, broadcast sponsor of uh, SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup. And just wrapping up that World Cup game, one has been played. Ecuador 2, defeating Qatar nil, And uh, the Qatari fans are not very happy at all. At 11 o'clock tonight, as Tommy has mentioned, we go England, Iran. And then in the early hours, 2 o'clock tomorrow morning, Senegal v Netherlands. And then at 5, which is when the Australia game, Australia v France game, will start on uh, Thursday, on Wednesday morning, I should say. It's USA v Wales. So it's going to be frantic now that they've started. It's just non-stop action for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I'm looking forward to seeing Netherlands and seeing how they go around. And USA too. They, you know, that's been a, a probably a very interesting story, Penny, eh? Mm. The, the development of USA football? Yep, we'll find out all about it. Uh, Tommy will know. Kraken, K-R-A-K-E-N. Safely buy, sell and trade over 185 cryptocurrencies with Aussie dollars. Kraken.com, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Hey, Hills, can I do a little yeah. bit of star spotting for you? Oh, yeah. So, Where have you been? Well, I'm coming Everywhere. home. Coming home from the Leah Kilner dinner on uh, Saturday night in a cab, so get it to uh, Gray Street in South Bank. And, uh, you know, obviously South Bank at that hour of the night is always uh, pulsing along with lots of young kids and coming out of the pubs and the clubs, etc. And, and, and the food halls are all still open at that hour of the night. Who do you reckon I spot as I'm crossing the road from Guzman Gomez to my place? Um, I'll go... Mm-hmm. Um... It's an unfair uh, the question. Rock. The Rock. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't The Rock. 
<laughs> but it, it was Cody Simpson and Emma McKeon and a couple of the other young right. swimmers. Yeah, at Coosman and Gum, as they'd been at uh, a big swimming function, apparently, at the convention centre. And they were just winding down after that, all done up in their finery. Uh, Cody was in the, the black tie, etc. So they're looking great. Now, I think yesterday morning, uh, M was named a UNESCO ambassador, so it, it coincided. They had a couple of functions up here. But, yes, a couple of our did great Did you leave swimmers. them to it or did you go in and no, sit well, down? I, and no, I didn't sit down. And, no, all I did was just say hi. And, okay. uh, yeah, and they just said, what are you doing? And I said, I'd been out, you know, helping work on the Leah Kilner night and told them that we'd raised a couple of hundred thousand and they were wrapped in that. And they said, what are you doing here now then? And I said, well, I'm, I live here. I'm about to go to bed. Have a good night. Yeah, but normally I just have a little six-pack of tacos and then go, <laughs> but I won't tonight. <laughs> I, and just a, a very quick one before we go. Well, I should have mentioned this at the end of last week. Peter Comiskey, my old mate, he's been the head of Queensland's peak sports body, Q Sport, CEO there for a long time. In fact, he was a two-month appointee back in 96. Yes. He's been there was ever really? since. Yeah. yeah. Does a wonderful oh. job. And he's the driving force between the Sports Hall of Fame Etc. We'll talk about that because it is the Sports Awards on Thursday night here in Brizzy, uh, which I'm helping out with again. We'll we'll chat about that as the week goes on because we've got an unbelievable array of finalists for that. But Hills, that's the show. Enjoy your rest of your last few hours in Adelaide, and when, I will pick you up tomorrow morning at around five right. o'clock. Righto, Patty. That'll be fantastic. We'll see you then. Thanks, everyone. And we'll be on air at six. Bye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.